hi guys a beautiful morning to you all today's bible reading will be taken from second thessalonians 1 and 2 and our memory verse taken from second thessalonians 2 verse 14 it called you to salvation when we told you the good news now you can share in the glory of our lord jesus christ let's take a few moments to ask the holy spirit to open our eyes open our ears and open our hearts to hear what the spirit of the lord is going to be saying to us today second thessalonians started with paul greeting the thessalonians and encouraging them during the time of persecution this is the second letter that Paul will be sending to the church of Thessalonians. I started by saying, Dear brothers and sisters, we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. We proudly tell God's other churches about your endurance and faithfulness in all the persecutions and hardship you are suffering. And God will use this persecution to show his justice and to make you worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. In his justice, it will pay back those who persecute you and god will provide rest for you who are being persecuted and also for us when the lord jesus appears from heaven he will come with his mighty angels in flaming fire bringing judgment on those who don't know god and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our lord jesus they will be punished with eternal destruction forever separated from the lord and from his glorious power when he comes on that day he will receive glory from his holy people praise from her will believe and this includes you for you believed what we told you about him paul was basically encouraging the church of Thessalonians in times of persecution these were times when you know people were killing christians and all these things were happening happening to them you know paul was just encouraging them by telling them that this persecution that they're going through is a means of god making them but god showing his justice to make them worthy of his kingdom in which they are suffering for and for sure god will pay back those who are causing the suffering upon them he went on to say that so we keep on praying for you asking our god to enable you to live a life worthy of his calling may he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do then the name of our lord jesus christ will be honored because of the way you live you will be honored along with him and this is all made possible because of the grace of our god and our lord jesus christ if we notice in every letter paul says we keep on praying for you and i it just got me thinking that you know when someone says i'm praying for you it gives me such a warmth in my heart like thank god that somebody is also praying for me yes i'm praying for myself i'm praying for other people but it makes me feel so much better that someone else is praying for me so even after praying for someone you know when someone comes to tell you that you know something is wrong with them or something is happening with them it is always a great gesture to say you are praying for them if you are actually praying for them nobody's forcing you to say that move on to second thessalonians 2 and he spoke about the events prior to the lord's second coming now dear brothers and sisters let us clarify some things about the coming of our lord jesus christ and how we will be gathered to meet him don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those who say that the day of the lord has begun don't believe them even if they claim to have a spiritual vision a revelation or a letter supposedly from us don't be fooled by what they say for that day will not come until there is a great rebellion against god and the man of lawlessness is revealed the one who brings destruction he will exalt himself and defy everything that people call god and every object of worship he will even sit in the temple of God, claiming that he himself is God. So Paul is talking about proofs of when Jesus Christ is coming. 
no the, in revelations it talks, talks about this man of lawlessness that will say that is the christ or is a god and you oppress so many people paul says don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those that are saying it is happening right now because there are some things that the bible says that god says will happen that you will see with your eyes exactly the way the bible wrote it that this is how we happen what will happen before christ comes he went on to say for this lawlessness is already at work secretly and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way then the man of lawlessness will be revealed but the lord jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming paul is saying that yes for sure this person that we are talking about this man of lawlessness is working in secret right now but there's a point when he will come out and you know he will start manifesting all the bible all the bible said he will manifest but then paul says again relax because our lord jesus christ slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming this man will come to do the work of satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles he's saying that this man will behave like an angel of light you behave as if is a christian you behave as if he's religious you behave as if he's from god this is why he said he will come to do the work of satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles what are signs and miracles healings all those things but this will not be by the power of god it will be the power and the work of satan he will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that will save them so God will cause them to be greatly deceived and they will believe these lies. Then they will be condemned for enjoying evil rather than believing the truth. You know, people, people want to enjoy the benefits of, you know, having God in your life, the miracles, the signs and wonder, yet they don't want to believe the truth. Yet they don't want to live the life that God has called us Christians to live. But Paul is saying that this man of lawlessness who create these alternatives that they're looking for, he will give them these powers and show them signs and miracles without them giving their life to Christ. He will let them experience it. Let them feel like, yes, this is it. This is the God that we've been waiting for. This is how God works. Because he was, he's a, since he's an angel of deception, he's, he would behave as if, you know, this is the new God. Like, this is how God operates now. But no, Paul is saying that they will be condemned for enjoying evil rather than believing the truth. He concluded by telling we believers to stand firm. As for us, we can't help but to thank God for you, dear brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord. We are always thankful that God chose you to be among the first to experience salvation, a salvation that comes through the Spirit who makes you holy and through your believing truth. He called you to salvation when we told you the good news. Now you can share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. With all these things in mind, dear brothers and sisters, stand firm and keep a strong grip on the teachings we passed on to you, both in person and letter. Now, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and a wonderful hope, comfort you and strengthen you in everything you do and say. Paul says we believers should stand firm in the face of adversary, in the times of persecution stand firm because we've been chosen definitely the unbelievers want to take our place they want to you know oppress us and this is how we end today's bible study 
hope you guys have a great day filled and inviting the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you and Jesus loves you even more.